Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. What is up? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Hope everyone is having an incredible day. Sarah, thank you so much for that reset. 
My app is so if any if for some reason you, you lose me, I know I got my team here that's going to back me up. But guys, I am super excited because on the social media show on Wednesdays, just so you guys know, we always have a theme and we've always had a theme in the past. Monday's Motivational Monday. Why? Because social media sometimes require motivation and belief to actually do the thing. Tuesdays is all about short form vertical videos like TikTok, uh, IG Reels, uh, Snapchat, etc. All the different class for, uh, excuse me, platforms. And on Wednesdays, we talk all things social audio. Be that clubhouse, speakeasy, uh, green room, podcasting, etc. And I am very, very blessed to have an all-star guest with me today that we're going to learn a little bit more about her, but also have this discussion of the social audio revolution and what podcasting and clubhouse has done for her and her business. So without further ado, guys, it is with great pleasure that I introduce you to someone that you've seen on stage ever from the Buffalo days, someone who has been with Rise and Grind, I believe, since 2018, correct me if I'm wrong, Miss Megan DiMartino. Megan, how are you today? I am blessed to be here with you, my friend. I'm so excited to share. Thank you so much, Alexander. Yay, I'm lucky. Yes. I, I'm one of the few people on this stage that can say that I'm lucky enough to have met Megan in person, have a soul hug, which is a heart-to-heart -heart hug, and it was an incredible experience because this lady has absolutely blown me away with what she's accomplished. So we know that you've accomplished a lot, but before we get there, I always like to ask people about their childhood. Talk to me about little Megan. What was what were you like as a child growing up? Um, talk to me about your family. What was that dynamic like, et cetera? Well, as I say in all of my bios, I'm a New York girl deep in the heart of Texas now. Um, but I grew up on Long Island, not too far outside of the city. And my mother and father were both very creative people. My dad was a amazing entrepreneur. Um, both parents, um, parents uh, were immigrants. So that on some level um, really marinated throughout our lives, culturally, food, uh, traditions, and so forth. Uh, my dad, Ray DiMartino, actually his birthday was yesterday. Um, his father was a barber came to the United States at 16 um, and worked in Manhattan in a hotel right near Madison Square, I mean, uh, Times Square, rather, where Madison Square Garden is today, and just grew in his craft. And some wealthy guy brought him out to Long Island so he could have his private barber. And my dad uh, and his brothers worked in the shop, as he called it. And uh, then it evolved to a salon. And my father observed his dad doing perming. And when he was a young man after the war, he got a job with a large paper company selling what one of the products was wet strength tissue for hospitals for underbedding. And Ray had this epiphany, this would work for perming. So he cut it up, everybody. And um, us kids were packing end wraps in our basement 
And so he, he technically invented tissue end papers for perming. So that's how I grew up, seeing my father uh, taking this tissue and dipping it into balsam to treat it end papers and on and on. So that creative entrepreneurial spirit just grew within me. And I knew uh, as time went on that I would create something. What did I know? I had no idea. But my mother uh, was a lovely uh, woman, very bright, very uh, well-read, and she was much quieter than my dad. My father was the force in the family, but she loved to sew. We went to Catholic school, so we wore uniforms, And uh, but she created, and I use that word, our uh, party dresses and coats and the like. So I have been, I used to create my prom dresses and even my wedding dress with my mother. So I thought I was going to be a fashion designer and God had a different plan, but nonetheless creative. So that's essentially how I grew up. Uh, and New York City was a big, big uh, influence. I call it my, you know, part of my DNA. So that is essentially I'm a middle child of three, and I was kind of the uh, show director also of the three of them. So creative. And you were also the director. one who everyone said was most like your father, correct? Yes, my mother. Well, I shared um, on this stage one one segment how I, uh, you know, it was uh, Alexander, I believe, yesterday saying, have we ever told not to do something, uh, that you shouldn't do something? And when I started my first business, or was creating it, um, Glycolic, my first skincare brand. I had moved to Texas to work for Alcon Laboratories. So I had worked in the corporate world, and that was my training, so to speak. And uh, it was time, though. It was time to start. And so I was uh, developing Glycolic, and my father would call me almost every week, probably every day, and say, are you coming back to New York? You need to get a job don't do this, don't do this. I said, Dad, I have to do this. And so years later, maybe 15-ish, he said we were having dinner, just my mother and he and I, and he said, you know, I'm so glad you didn't listen to me. I'm so proud of you. So, you know, it's just knowing as you know, you know, and all of us, most of us, I should say, on this stage, know as uh, you know when you're supposed to do something. So, yes, he said, and then that. my mother said, you know, Ray, she's more like you than any of our children. So, yes, that same dinner is when she said that as well. <laughs> I love that so much because this is something that I think, and I personally believe that being an entrepreneur is a calling. And mm -hmm. not everyone's called to that. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we need people to do all different roles. And so what does being an entrepreneur mean to you, Megan? You know, Alexander, that's a great question. I have given that thought over the years. Uh, and what you just said, I think, is the essential um, essence is that burning desire, uh, as Napoleon Hill said. You know, you have to have that burning desire no matter what. I have been through many pandemics, not just the recent one, but tsunamis uh, that have affected my life and business. But no matter what, and I would come to that place saying, like Ray said, you know, come back to New York. You're good at what you do. Get a job, you know, he would say, you know, with uh, Estee Ladder or whatever, you know, and uh, no doubt I have to do this. So no matter what, it's that burning desire. So in those different uh, uh, journey, uh, I don't want to say course corrections, but fork in the road, I would say, no, 
if I gave up now, I would always regret this. So it may have evolved, it may have looked differently than I thought, but I continued on with the same uh, goal in mind. So it's really that burning desire. You have to have it or you will not be able to sustain it because, you know, we hear today, start, scale, but sustaining is the key because if you do not sustain, oh, look at our, our mentor, our uh, leader of the pack here, Glenn Lundy, almost a thousand episodes. Can you imagine what that has taken? I mean, how many times has that guy said when he has packed his suitcase to go wherever and had all of his equipment saying, am I crazy? What am I doing? But it was that burning desire to go on. As I said, it doesn't mean that it won't evolve or change, but as he's going to be doing soon, but, and has done adding uh, breakfast with champions, but it's that burning desire to be the number one morning show. He's clear, he knows it, and he's going to continue on. Oh, I love that. So what's your burning desire? <laughs> that is another good question. Um, many know that I started a luxury day spa, then evolved it to a uh, medical and then wellness spa doing regenerative stem cell therapy. I started the business in 2000, actually four, by myself. I am a licensed esthetician, and that means I, I can do skincare treatments in the state of Texas, and I decided I was going to move to the Austin, Texas area, found a fabulous little town, which is a bedroom community called uh, likely, uh, Georgetown. And so I came, didn't even live here, and took a one-room studio in a very upscale hair salon and started building the brand of Novitas Spa. And then in 2005, came up to the historic Georgetown Square and built, uh, evolved that business from uh, a three room uh, in a small, within another small business to then taking my own building, 4,000 square feet and developed that. That, as I said, a luxury day spa, which it always was, but clinical, medical and wellness. And the centrifugal force around it was the product line, Novitas Spa Clinicals. And so, as 19 was evolving uh, and we were doing um, regenerative stem cell therapy and the medical portion of the business was really growing very nicely, I said to myself, you know, it might be time, I'm sure the conversation like Glenn had, it might be time to alter this, to change the course of this. So not to go into the whole essence of that, but I was about to do that and then the pandemic happened and um, I had... 15 people on my payroll, people that had been with me over 10 years. Um, we were a team. And so it was very, you know, the responsibility of them was very, very large. I brought a large inventory in from my warehouse. And as long as FedEx was open, I was open. I was the, I was the shipper during the lockdown. And, um, and I just maintained that business, the presence on the historic square. And then one day, this guy knocked on my door. I was physically there. And I thought he wanted to buy a gift card or something, opened the door, and he uh, identified himself and said, would you like to sell me your business? excuse me. So, um, you know, six feet over there, six feet over there, he came in and we started communicating. He ended up buying the asset purchase, the brick and mortar of it, the business, not the trade name, not the URL and the product line. But this leads to the uh, podcast, um, you know, Alexander, because during that season, I started a podcast. 
and um, but I'll step into that in a minute. But I did sell the business. It closed on June 2nd. I consulted through the holidays, and then the this part of the uh, 2021 have been basically reorganizing. So what do I want to do? What is my burning desire? Well, first off, not to stop. And I think I shared with you uh, that I'm getting more pushback right now from my family and friends of saying, what are you doing? Why don't you retire? Well, as my friend Sharon Lecter said to me, Megan, you're refiring. You're not retiring. So I'm reorganizing and I'm taking all of the um, tools that I have built over these 30 years to help others. So I'm building a course and a program called Propel business accelerator uh, program to start, scale, and sustain the business and life of your dreams with my five C's, clarity, courage, confidence, commitment, and compassion. But also in 19, I published a book and it's called Hope and Possibilities Just Over the Horizon. It's never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams. Did I have any idea any of this was going to happen? Absolutely not. But the night that my husband passed, I was given the message when the backyard was full of white butterflies as the day was dawning to share my story. I asked God in prayer. I said, what story? Tonight, Paul's illness, this journey of the last two and a half years, my life story. Well, God doesn't answer those questions. So Again, during the last eight, the eight years uh, subsequent to that evening of September 29th, 2011, I started journaling. In 17, I wrote an outline, and in 19, um, I knew that just was a again a burning thing in my spirit. I had to create, write this down on tablet, so to speak. I did. I published it with the help of, with the assistance of a, a friend who knew what he was doing, and we got it on Amazon, and it went to number one in three categories on January 4th, which happens to be my mother's birthday. Now, this is in 2020. And so when the lockdown happened, I never went dark. I was there every day. I was selling product. I was, you know, um, working on projects. Um, I started what has become Unique Leaders Podcast. For years, I'd been doing Facebook Lives and Facebook giveaways and Motivation Monday, and you can go to YouTube and see some of my uh, you know, Motivation Mondays and things. But uh, So that wasn't foreign, but I decided to keep the staff engaged. I would do what I called the pop-up shop. <laughs> I discovered StreamYard, and so uh, uh, one day, one would do um, a peel in her kitchen. The next day, someone would do eyelash extensions. You know, I just wanted to keep them engaged as a team. And from there, it evolved to what I called initially hope and possibilities. And that's when I started interviewing other people other than my staff. And then at his at, uh, 52, and you were the 52nd, my friend, segment of Unique um, Leaders Live. Um, Initially, it was just, uh, you know, streamed live and then in, uh, into social media platforms and then on YouTube, of course. And then about, oh, gosh, maybe uh, September, we started um, doing a, it, uh, evolving it into a podcast as well. So um, my burning desire that's, is people. My purpose is to help others, to identify their dreams, goals, and desires, and to actualize them.
And I've been Ooh, doing. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that is my true purpose. I, I, that was revealed to me many years ago when I was selling Tupperware when I was 26 and needed a car and money. It's one of the reasons I think uh, Barbara and I connected, you know, that door to door kind of salesperson, you know, uh, building yeah. teams, you know. Uh, but I realized it wasn't the plastic bowls back then, Alexander. It was helping these people. I needed a car and I needed money. Uh, to save to get a car. That's what I thought I would be doing because I was living in the country uh, uh, side of Connecticut, very far from Manhattan and very far from what I thought I should be doing, which was passion and you know beauty, so to speak. And um, so I needed a vehicle. And so, but I identified during that season and it became much more crystal clear as I started my first skincare brand, Glycolique, in 92 was that that real uh, purpose is to help others identify their goals. Now, now, one thing that I love that you had mentioned is you said that you started off in a salon mm -hmm. and then and while you were there in your someone else's business, someone else's salon, that's actually where your business started planning. So it's kind of like if you build it, they were we will come kind of thing. You started working on the business before you were even an entrepreneur, knowing that one day that day would actually happen. How was it juggling working for someone else while working on your side hustle until that side hustle ultimately <laughs> um, became your full-time gig? <laughs> the side to the side to the side. You know, the, the actual um, motivation to go into that other party's uh, salon was the fact that I had decided that I was not going to do my spa in Fort Worth where I physically lived, which is two and a half hours down uh, north on uh, Interstate 35. That piece has a lot to do with family, and that's too long to go into here, but the need of family, and that I had to be present and wanted to be present to assist, and that area was much more suitable for the, my, um, I'll just say my mother-in-law from my first marriage was in the middle uh, place of dementia. They were in Florida. They needed help. And uh, the Austin area where my daughter Jill had moved to was much more suitable for them than a, a city, the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. And I knew it was way too much for my daughter to handle. And um, so I decided I needed to test uh, the marketplace before I sold my home and um, because my warehouse and manufacturing was still up in Fort Worth. It stayed there until 2007. And this is 2003 when I first saw Georgetown and put this plan together. And at Christmas of three, I approached this salon because there were very few places uh, that were suitable, meaning they, they were just little country you know, hair places type of thing. This was a sophisticated salon. And so I contacted them and said, do you have a room, a facial room to lease? And they said, yes, we had just remodeled. Hello. And so I did not even live in the town, um, but I went there because I knew I, I could build my brand through her, probably the cream of the crop of this town. And, um, ingratiate myself, my products, what I do, what I did. And then I knew I wasn't going to stay there, but I was able to utilize her um, client base, basically. And then I started actually advertising the local paper, Novitas Spa and Very Teeny at Rachel and Company. And so I started building the brand uh, of Novita, and then 
uh, then went up to the historic square and and um, had the first Novitas Spa truly on the square. And then I took the 4,000 square foot facility that was uh, just a white box, beautiful historic building, but the owner had re just uh, gutted it, so to speak, to create a white box. And I then remodeled the whole thing and started doing that in five and then sold it in, um, in 2020. Wow. So I love that you're literally working out of someone else's business. And yet that business gets the tiny font and you get the large print. Yes. And I think that that's actually indicative of how you've lived your life, actually, and how your father lived his life, probably, where you've put you, you you've always been able to see your future, your vision, what you knew was going to happen and put that in bold, big letters and let the world know how important has manifesting played into all of this? Because um, it seems like you've figured out the secret. Wow. Wow. What you just shared right there, or it's the statement you just made there. Wow. Wow. You know, I am a, a, a true uh, advocate of visualization, verbalization, and actualization. It's, it's paramount. You see it. You believe it. And you, but you have to take action, but you must manifest. Yes, I'm a huge manifester, but I never looked at it how you just said it, meaning that put it in bright light, so to speak. I will never forget, as long as I live, I was selling, um, I guess it was uh, glycolique, yeah, at uh, through a wholesale distributor uh, that was in the San Francisco market, the Northern California market, and they were doing a large trade show. Um, and when I say large, they had taken a convention center because they were, a, you know, a very large company themselves. And I was their main skincare brand. And I walked in and Glycolique was in this large, in lights, in this um, uh, main trade show floor. And I felt like, you know, that was the Academy Award right there. And so you're right. It's that putting it out there. And I started in teeny weeny one room with uh, Miss Rachel there and Rachel and company, and then moved up to the square and continued to build it. Where and and actually, I'll share this: that in 2000, and you talk about manifesting. Wow, in 2020 January, Austin Women Magazine, um, in their uh, January issue, they uh, put out to. Um, apply for the Women's Way Award. Well, I had gone to that banquet, I mean, I can't even tell you how many times, it's 15 years maybe, however long they had had it. Never been compelled to fill that out, but there was something in my spirit that said, do this. And I uh, I did, and it took a while. It was, you know, it was like a, a submission for something major, major, and I did. And in April, I was called by uh, someone and said, uh, you are... Um, you are a finalist for the Women's Way Award. And I said, I am, <laughs> you know? And um, and so again, back to manifesting, if, if you don't listen, it doesn't happen. So I saw it there, the uh, cover of the magazine was on my um, desk and I said, hmm, it jumped out at me. And I said, you know, maybe it's time. And I started praying about it. Should I really do this? Because I really wasn't driven to have that uh, recognition but looking back on it, it was, it's so important. And again, it's about living your legacy. 
So it's something that I can share with others because that will never go away, that I was a finalist. I did not win that category. And by the way, the category submission was for product development, but it wasn't for the product. I call my business a hybrid uh, because it looks like, feels like, smells like with aromatherapy, a luxury day spa, but it is clinical, medical, and wellness with the product. So it's a hybrid. And um, so when she said I was a finalist, I said, what category? What was I? Is it? She goes, it's the hybrid. And wow. So I, we did, but there were, as Sharon Lecter said to me, Megan, there were only four submissions, I mean, four finalists of hundreds. So um, because she actually had called um, Melinda Garvey, the uh, editor, to say if she could uh, uh, vote. And she said, well, no, actually, you can't, Sharon. But even if Megan doesn't win, there's only four people out of hundreds. So it's, it's really, lit. I truly believe, as you said, you use the word manifesting. But if something is important to you, you have to really pray about it, but then see it and believe it. But you must take action. Must. And I, and I love that you said you have to listen as well. Yes. Because I think that that is also important because sometimes we're manifesting and we're, you know, God source universes saying, hey, here it is, here it is. But we're not listening to God. And in turn, we miss out on that blessing or that abundance because we're not just stopping to listen. And I think that that's so powerful that you said that. I'm going to do a quick reset. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here in Breakfast with Champions, Wealth, Wisdom, Wellness Wednesday, which, listen, <laughs> I'm literally talking to someone who embodies all three, wealth, wisdom, and wellness. And I'm so excited to continue this interview, guys. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you click that greenhouse at the top of the screen and become a member of the club. Also know that you can go to breakfastwithchampions.live and you can, you can actually subscribe to all of our podcasts because every single segment of our 12 hours programming a day, Monday through Friday, starting at 5 a.m., Eastern Standard Time, Saturdays starting at 6 a.m. to noon Eastern Standard, and Sundays for Club 111 at 111 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can actually get the replay of those podcasts simply by going to breakfastwithchampions.live. You can also find out about our in-live, in-person event coming to Lexington, Kentucky, November 5th through the 7th as we celebrate Rising Grind's 1,000th episode at the Grow Your Business For God's Sakes conference. Again, that's at breakfastwithchampions.live if you want to get all of that information. Megan, am I going to be seeing you in Lexington, Kentucky? I already know the answer, but I may <laughs> yeah. as well ask. I wouldn't <laughs> miss it for the world. I was at I the, think first. I yeah. the first. <laughs> that's right. I will see mm -hmm. you in Dallas. I will see you in Lexington, Kentucky, which I'm super excited about. And talk to me about when you met Glenn. So I know in 2018, you joined um, Rise and Grind. How did that come about? And, and how has uh, Glenn been a pivotal part of your life? Well, um, many of you know Lisa Copeland. And Lisa has been a friend of mine since I moved to the Austin area. We've been buddies for many, many years. And... Um, in 2018, uh, she had a, 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 a live, a Facebook live called Big Sellers. Now, she has been a woman of many, many uh, careers. When I first met 
she had an amazing boutique outside of Austin called Enjoy Boutique. And uh, as I said to uh, someone recently, it was like Rodeo Drive in Round Rock. You know, she always does it in a big way. Well, anyhow, um, she was um, from there. She went into back into, I should say, to the auto industry. And she was a Fiat dealer, Fiat. Uh, one of the first Fiat dealers in the United States, and it was in, I'm giving she a big plug here, um, in the domain, which is a very high-end Neiman Marcus, you know, a, a walking thoroughfare type of uh, shopping experience. And she put the dealership in the domain. So she uh, was a partner with Niles Maxwell, who's an auto dealer here in the Austin market, and they built it, and then uh, she uh, sold it back to Niles. Um, so then, at that point, she was writing a book with her friend, Renee, uh, our friend, Renee Bengelsdorf, and she also started Big Sellers. So somewhere along the line in the auto industry, she met Glenn Lundy, who was the uh, general manager for Dan Cummins Chevrolet in Paris, Kentucky. And Glenn, as we all know, the, the history, the story, the epic story of starting in his utility closet he was in the utility closet. So one evening, and it was at night, she was interviewing this Glenn Lundy. Well, as we all know, he's brilliant, he's engaging, he's uh, charming, and he was so full of insight, not just about the auto industry, but about life. And I said, hmm, I want to check this guy out. And so he had obviously spoke about his rise and grind. Uh, that was at 5.30 in the morning. Well, guess what? That's at 4.30 here in uh, the central time zone. So I set my alarm and to uh, get up and listen to this Glenn Lundy guy. Well, most importantly, you asked, well, how did it change my life? I had very, very bad habit of staying up too late. I've been single by myself for most of my life. And um, it just was a habit of stay working and working and working. I, luckily, I don't need a lot of sleep. And so um, I knew, though, I need to change this habit. So I got up, listened, was, wow, wow. Now, I didn't get up every day, that's for sure, at 4.30. But I started doing it more and more, changing that habit. So that was somewhere in the fall, not January, but the fall of 18. And so I just continued to listen. And then I, um, you know, if you ever go on Rise and Grind, all of the Rise and Grinders are, good morning, Vicki, good morning, Brad, good morning, good morning, you know, communicating. And so I started communicating with everyone. And, um, and then he announced the Grow Your Business for God's sake. And I said, I'm going. I want to meet my peeps. And so I did. I actually flew with uh, Lisa. And uh, she said, why are you coming to this? And I said, because I want to see, because she was speaking. And I said, because I want to meet all my people. And so it was just great fun. It was just a wonderful experience. The Holy Spirit was in the middle. Her, his son, Joel, got baptized. His daughter got baptized. It was in a church in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. It was an amazing amazing experience. So, um, you know, Sharon Lecter was there, Lisa Copeland, Shaka Dyson, um, Frank Lopes was the MC. Um, of course, Glenn, his whole family. It was just wonderful. And I met all of my people. So I wouldn't miss this for the world because, again, so fitting with the last Rise and Grind, but uh, to share that with my Rise and Grind people, my family. Yeah, it's just been a I wonderful experience.
Yeah, so like, listen, if anything she said enticed you, make sure that you're going to breakfastwithchampions.live because that conf- that conference is going to be incredible and mm-hmm. the powerhouses that are going to be speaking on stage and the growth that's going to be happening and keeping it all God-centered, I think is just something super important. So I am just beyond excited. So, okay, so let's find, <laughs> you're just so interesting. I can talk about you all day, oh. but this is the thing. We got to talk about social audio. Yes. It's Social Audio Wednesday. So talk to me about podcasting and then ultimately Clubhouse. Um, I know that obviously the gentleman came to you. He decided that he uh, wanted to buy the 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 um, space that you had there in the historic district, this huge spa. You decided that this was the right time. You sold, and then you decided to start podcasting. Correct me if I'm wrong on that timeline, but what made you decide to start podcasting? And what has podcasting done for you over these 52 episodes? Well, we did start around Easter of 20. So he had already walked in the door, but I had not sold it yet. Um, But as I shared earlier that I've been doing live, so I'm very comfortable on camera. And I'm a ham. Remember, I was the one putting the plays together. You know, my sister who's eight years older, no, you're going to be Mary, you're going to be Joseph, you know, you're going to, you know, take my mother's sheets and develop the costumes and the like. So I've been a ham all my life. And, um, but podcasting had become um, a genre that I was enjoying personally. And I was listening to many podcasts as I would walk or do different things, you know, just even in my life. And uh, um, I decided during that season that, like I said earlier, I had published this book, Hope and uh, Possibilities. Because remember, uh, in prayer, when I saw the backyard full of white butterflies, I said, Lord, what are you saying to me? What is the message here? There is something. Even though I was up for a couple of days there, I was exhausted, but I knew I wasn't hallucinating, you know, and I, so I heard that voice in my spirit, share your story. Well, he didn't say write a book. He didn't say, he just, uh, the, you know, my spirit said, share my story. So um, around Easter, a friend of mine uh, posted on Facebook that she was starting an alternative um, practitioner medical directory. And I messaged her and I said, would you like to, um, uh, be interviewed because I was playing around with StreamYard. I had noticed that Melissa Burroughs was using StreamYard. I looked into it. What was it? I just, I'm always curious. I want to know what is going on. And so Elizabeth, my assistant, we explored it. And so I invited this gal with the alternative medical directory to come on. So this was a little after Easter. We um, So we had the two screens there and I interviewed her. And um, it was amazing how many people listened to that. And I was like, wow. And so I asked somebody else locally to come on. And I just was playing with it. And as I said, it was called Hope and Possibilities, tying to the uh, to the book title. And then as it matured, so to speak, got a call there. Um, as it matured, I realized it was growing and I was uh, inviting others who were not just local people uh, to join me. And I really gave it a lot of thought, um, Alexander. I thought about it from, like you asked earlier, what is my burning desire? And my, I've known, as I said, for many years, it is uh, to help others, uh, to identify their dreams, goals, and desires. And um, so as I was interviewing or having a conversation, really, not an interview, right? Wouldn't you agree? A conversation. Uh, about your life, 
um, I realized that, you know, they say success leaves clues, but clues, I don't want clues for others. I want the whole story. I want the whole enchilada so people can glean from you because we all see ourselves in other people's stories. And so as time was going on, I saw the richness of this. And um, so, as, you know, so I don't, let's see here, maybe, um, well, by September, we, uh, you know, Sharon Lecter, Greg Reed, Glenn Lundy, you know, people were coming on, uh, Sherry Matthews, of course, Lisa Copeland and others. And their, you know, their stories are so compelling. And so I said to Elizabeth, I, we need to change this. We need to change the focus of this and call it something else. And she's an amazing graphic artist. And so I just said, let's, and I, to me, you know, we're all unique. You know, we're all created by God in our uniqueness, and we're all leaders on some level uh, at leading something. And so Unique Leaders was birthed. And it was about, as I said, 52 weeks ago that it became Unique Leaders. And then I started again because I had no earthly idea how to do a podcast, meaning the mechanics of it. So I started asking people, um, did they know anyone who did a podcast uh, that I, I could uh, glean that information from? And I did, and I ended up into interviewing her, and she guided me to the gentleman I use today, uh, Nexum Creations up in Fort Worth, and um, Sharon Falk through Glenn Lundy, actually. And, um, and so he has an amazing studio, and he does it from soup to nuts. We do it. It's alive. Um, we uh, then put it on all the um, social media platforms, LinkedIn, of course, YouTube. And then uh, Elizabeth sends it to uh, Paul, and he puts it together. And it's up on um, at all the podcasting platforms by Tuesday, a couple of days after. So, again, you know, I all of this electronic medium and social media genre do not come easily to me but i have never stopped learning and i will not stop learning you know i'm not the best but i will certainly work to find who is good or great in their genre so that's how it started and my heart is even uh, grow, it's growing even more so in my brain. I'm thinking we need to do one for young women specifically who are doing things because we need to build up, uh, and I don't mean uh, 40s, I'm talking about 20s to 30s, to help people see and give them a platform to grow. I have a heart for young women and uh, women to help them with a leg up to just know. Because I, as I mentioned earlier, I don't know if anyone picked this up, but um, I said that my staff, most of them had been with me 10 plus years. Well, that's unheard of, unheard of in the beauty industry. Um, there's a horrible statistic in the beauty industry, and it's a national statistic, that 95% of um, newly licensed uh, estheticians, not stylists or hairstylists, but estheticians are not working in the trade in five years. That means almost everybody. That's because there's no place for them to go and to be mentored. And so I just continue to pour into these gals, a few men, but mostly women, uh, from, and the spa coordinators to the, to the uh, esthetician, the me medical esthetician, to the massage therapist, and on and on and on, the nursing staff, and just building them as a team 
so that they would grow in their businesses. And three of them have since, what since selling this business, they have now started their own business. And I have mentored them with that. So- Wow, yeah. I love that. So, okay, so I have two more questions for you. And then I am gonna uh -huh. open it up to anyone that maybe has some questions. And if there's no questions, I have a lot of questions, so we'll keep going. But sure. if you're in the audience now and you would like to ask Megan some questions, go ahead and raise your hand and we will pull you up. Moderators, help me bring up some people. Uh, but my second to last question is, define unique leader. What makes a leader unique? Why did you pick that title for your podcast? And, um, you know, yeah, let's talk about that. Well, I, I did share just a minute ago, you know, we're all unique in God's eyes. And uh, again, back to wanting to give people, uh, I'm talking about the, uh, the guests now that are listening, uh, them information and seeing a person that may not be, uh, you know, J-Lo or, you know, a person that is striving in their own uh, arena to grow their businesses and their lives, such as yourself, Alexander, meaning you're unique in every aspect of you and you're a leader in every aspect of what you do and you're touching people every day. Now, you know, does everyone know uh, they will get to know you over time, but you know what I'm saying. Meaning, was Glenn uh, well, well known in in, um, in his uh, you know utility closet? No, but guess what? He was just in uh, what is it? Uh, the I have it written down here, but um, the uh, publication where he was featured in the uh, WealthInsiderMagazine.com. You know, I mean, so basically, I want to give people the opportunity to hear people's stories so that they can glean that it wasn't always this success story, that you started somewhere. So you're unique. I'm talking about my guests now, are unique in God's eyes, in, in their essence, and you are a leader in what you do. And so, uh, and people ask me all the time, how do I find these people? How do people come to be guests on this? And, I, and my answer is always, it is guided. It is by the Holy Spirit. Because I do not cognitively say, oh, well, I need to have this one and this one and this one. No, it is when that just comes into my spirit that, and then one person leads to the next person, so to speak. And uh, so, but everyone is unique. You are all leaders and you're touching people's lives. And that is my heart, to give people the opportunity to see that they too, as, as you guys say, and Glenn says, to have a seat at the table, meaning that they too can start, scale, and sustain a business and life of their dreams. They too. Oof. Yes. I yes. love that so much. And it's so true. And the cool thing is this, is, is you know, you can replace that word business with dream. They too Absolutely. can, because listen, everyone's dream is different and not everyone, we reference this, not everyone is necessarily called to be an entrepreneur and that's okay. You know, I think sometimes, especially in this day and age, there's kind of this, you know, push for entrepreneurship, which is powerful. I'm here for it. I'm an entrepreneur and I'll go no other way. That's what I'll do the rest of my life. But whatever that dream is, you can accomplish it and you can scale that dream even bigger because God has abundance for all of us. Now, I, I, like I said, I did have two more, I had two questions and that was the second to last, but 
this actually kind of spurred another question. Hello. Hello? Uh, so my, so, okay, my last question is not yet, but I will ask it here in a second. But how is social audio and using your voice through podcasting and Clubhouse help achieve that mission for you and reach more women, reach more people that you can help do just that? That is, a, again, a great question because remember, share your story. And the, the, the message was not write a book. It was share your story. And over time, of course, I have spoken at conferences. I've done keynoting in the, the spa arena, but it's been a while. And so when Glenn let us all know that he was opening the, the Breakfast with Champions, of course, and Michelle McLean was my sponsor or whatever the title is, uh, back in January 3rd. I look back when I uh, came into Clubhouse. But I didn't start, quote unquote, speaking until March. And why? Well, that, you know, um, someone said, well, who would you liken yourself to? I said, Kermit the, the Frog. Kermit the Frog? Yeah, I'm kind of a reserved, um, you know, loudmouth, you know, so, but I'm reserved. And I, but I listen, and again, that word, I, I just want to not just step out there. I'm always listening. And so finally, in March, Alexander, I heard again, talk talk. Well, I know how to talk, uh, but talk. And so one night um, I was in a clubhouse room and just listening, but I had gotten that message, talk. And I then flashed my, um, I guess my hand and got up to the uh, top area. And the room was, is your book movie uh, worthy or script worthy or whatever the title was? And so I'm like, should I say something? Well, I'm told to talk. And so, okay, well, let's test it out. Okay. And Barbara Majeski was in the room. And um, I was aware of Barbara. She had come into um, Breakfast with Champions already. But anyhow, I flashed my mic and Megan. And so I have no idea what I said. Zero. And guess what? It was crickets. No one said a word. And dear sweet Barbara, <laughs> she goes... Megan, I just went on your bio. Wow, what a bio. I just followed you. And so it broke that cricket. But the good news for, you know, answering your question, I was not dismayed. I was not crushed. I just said, I need to craft my, you know, I need to craft this. My message needs to be crafted. So at that point, March-ish, I started going into the social media room. It was a smaller stage, a smaller room, but I am learning, you know, the everything that you guys are presenting or, you know, and still are. And so I just was listening and then I started talking and then Ashley uh, started talking about her conference. And I said, you know what, I'm going to go to Denver. And I did. So, you know, to answer your exact question, it is a amazing platform. Amazing. I'm constantly introducing people that have their own platforms out in the world and business and, and life and our speakers and say, you must listen to this clubhouse. You must get on because the information that is imparted, even if you never spoke, is, is extraordinary. And the opportunities then are extraordinary uh, to, that come with it. So it's just an amazing platform. And then, of course, 
podcasting. Uh, Bill Gates said, um, Alexander, years ago, um, and I have had a URL since 98. So if anyone builds uh, websites out there, they're always like, wow, 98. But that's because I had a business back then and it was beginning. But Bill Gates said, if uh, years ago, he said this, if you don't have a, a website, you don't have a business. So basically, podcasting is that same type of uh, genre because podcasting is a way to crystallize your message and get it out there. So my message is to help others and to showcase others, but to teach others and to share that information. So it's a perfect platform as I go forward with these projects that I'm working on. I love that, friend. And so my last question before I open it up to anyone that maybe has a question on stage, Megan, what is next? What is next for Megan DiMartino? You've accomplished a lot. You've already said that retirement is not some a word in your vocabulary. You know that even though you've accomplished a lot, you have the ability to help others accomplish a lot as well. So you feel called. But what is next for you um, in these next several decades? Well, I'm going to be transparent here. Um, I have my husband passed 10 years ago, and I have been building all of this, as I said, because when he um, passed away in uh, September, uh, his illness was a two and a half year journey of uh, Lewy bodies, which is a Parkinson's form of dementia. And um, it's brutal. And by the grace of God, that business not only survived, uh, but it also held its own. And when I came back after Paul passed is when I added the medical, and I am a medical esthetician. And I started the regenerative stem cell therapy because I needed a knee replacement. And I uh, did not want surgery after researching it because after you have the metal and, and plastic, there's no going backwards. So I said, I'll roll the dice and try this. And my uh, result was profound. Three years later, I have a new knee still. And so that is why I found uh, R3 Stem Cell. Um, and I, Novital was an affiliate of R3 Stem Cell. And so I am trying to um, put that together um, with some, I don't want a brick and mortar, but I'm consulting with some uh, physicians slash companies. And we're going to put some amazing wellness program together, which will tie in more than just stem cell, but it will be part of it and it will be franchised. And so this is a program that I've been working on on the side because with COVID-19 and the mess of our medical world, we must, must, and I underscore the word must, we must be aware and be our own advocate because uh, if, if nothing has been shown to us, it is that. And I now um, have aligned myself with a biomedic company um, called LifeWave, 17-year-old company. Um, and I could go on and on and on about that. But that is going to be part of this platform. And so it is health and wellness with a different dynamic. Uh, the products will, I'm sure, be part of that. Uh, but it will be more of health and wellness in alternative uh, ways or structures. And then I'm going to speak. I'm going to get on stages, Alexander. I said this to you last week, and share with others. And and there's I another. I love that. 
Yes. And then there will be another, uh, the course that I mentioned in a book along with that, you know, a workbook and things like that. So it is going to be health, wellness, and speaking and pouring into others. I love that. And we are fully aligned. Health, wellness, speaking, and pouring into others. I'm literally here for this. <laughs> so I'm so excited. Uh, thank you so much for this incredible interview. We have a few minutes left. So I'd like to open it up to anyone that has a question in the audience. So flash your mic at me if you have a question. Uh, I hear a mic flash. Okay, Brooke, I see you, Miss Brooke. And I hear one other mic flashing, Miss Mary. And Dr. Oh, okay. So if you guys can be quick, because we have six minutes, two minutes each for both the question and the answer. So Megan, just keep an eye on the time. But Brooke, I'll go to you first. And then I'll go um, to Dr. O and then to Miss Mary. Just making sure you can hear me. Um, my phone has been acting strange. Um, Megan, you're one of my favorite, favorite people. You know that. Um, and I feel like you're a lifelong learner, um, as am I. So what are what are some of the things that you do, like outside of your industry, um, let's say technology, um, you, you said my favorite words, like you have to have a website. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what, what kinds of stuff do you do to like learn about, you know, things outside your industry? Great question, Brooke. You know, one of the things I, 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 I read a, a lot. Um, I listened uh, to uh, interviews and TED Talks on YouTube all the time. I'm always watching, learning, listening, reading. But one of the things that I find and feel that is so imperative for us to understand uh, from a learning position is not only travel, because it's not a grandiose travel necessarily, which I love as well, but that has been curtailed, but it's also just getting in my car and driving to someplace I haven't been, just to be, just to explore, to uh, be open, to just experience things. That's why the title of my book, Just Over the Horizon, because it's just getting out and not in your, you know, stuck in your everyday experience. Is, I would Powerful say. response. Wow. Thank you, Brooke, for a, and she is a lifelong learner, so I love that you picked up on that, and excellent question. Doctor, oh, my queen, talk to me, friend. What is your question for our sister? Thank you so much, Alexander, for bringing me up to And I have not met somebody who is so aligned with what I am doing in my business. I am in the med spa area and I'm also in education. My question to you is this, do you have a mentorship program? Because the fact that you have gone through many, many years, I am just about five years, so I'm a baby in the industry and I'm really looking to help a lot of people just the way you are by just creating space for them to come into this industry and create a living for themselves. And also just by educating them and just helping do you have a mentorship program that you offer to somebody like me who is trying to do what you've done or just helping me, guide me and stuff like that? That's my question. And just letting you know, I'll also be so help serve with the new system that you're creating because I was just listening and I'm like, oh, my God, that sounds so aligned. I'm really grateful to you and I'm so happy to hear you speak today. Wonderful, Dr. O. Thank you so much. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm working on the Propel course, but uh, and that will be um, finished this, you know, by the end of this year. Um, and so watch out for that. DM me and let, 
let's get aligned with that. And I'm putting together, um, a, 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 and I do do coaching, Dr. O, I do. So let's, you know, visit on the back channel and, and talk about that because I do work with people. I absolutely do. And I will, you know, we'll just go from there. Absolutely. Thank you. Guys, that's my favorite thing in the world when connections like this are ha literally happen on Clubhouse. If I wasn't driving, I would be jumping up and down for joy because I love when connections like that are made. And Dr. O and Megan, two of my favorites on this platform coming together. Oh, Lord, that's a powerhouse right there. So super excited. And Dr. O, make sure you're up in her DMs, girl. All right, Miss Mary. Miss Mary, um, go ahead and ask your question. I'm trying to follow her just a second. Okay, so I'm so excited. I just got in just a few minutes ago, so I didn't get to hear your whole story, but I heard toward the end of it where you were just saying how you have these different doors, you know, when you go through God, you got to always put God first. I'm a true believer in that. You, we all have assignments. God gives us those assignments and we're assigned to people in the world. And I love how you put God. It's so important in your life. That right there, I was like, okay, I got to um, definitely connect with you. And then I'm kind of in the, I guess, podcasting. I need a lot of, of um, education on that. So I, I highly, highly would love if I could get the contact information and I could say you were a referral who started and helped you with the podcast. I'm in Austin, Texas, and it doesn't oh. sound like they're too far from me. No, absolutely so, not. And then, yeah. Absolutely. And so then I also might be um, getting back in touch with you on the mentorship as well, too, because I, that's what I need a lot of little training on is on the, on, you know, you've got a little education on that podcasting now too. So maybe I won't have to go through him and I could just go through you and, whatever your fees and charges are, I can just go through you. But I, I just, I love that you're a, a woman of, of God, your daughter, and you're just changing lives. And, you know, this is, this is a legacy that you're doing for all these women. Can you imagine how they're going to be mothers, you know, better mothers, better wives? I mean, so thank you, Megan. I'm following you now. I just love, love women like you. And Thank God bless you so you. much. Thank you, Mary. And we will absolutely not only, as uh, you know, Alexander has said this often, in real time, we can get together. You're just down the road, Mary. Oh, my just down gosh. The road. Yes. Am I really? Uh, you know what? Mm -hmm. You're a servant. You got a servant heart. And that's why you're being so blessed and fold. I just love that. Amen. Amen. But amen. Thank you, guys. Mm -hmm. God bless. Miss Megan. I Thank you, Mary, for your yes. incredible question. And um, Megan. Megan, 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 Megan. I didn't think that it was possible for me to love you more. I did not think it was. And I, somehow you've just snuck in even deeper into my heart. And I am so blessed that we are aligned. I am so blessed I get to call you not just my friend, but my sister in Christ. And I look forward to all the collaborations. I look forward to all the abundance that's gonna flow out of this friendship. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.